Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of the Proceed podcast, the rocky road to Dublin. Every week we are talking about one of the news stories from the last week with insiders who can help us better understand what's going on. Now let's dive in. Today I'm talking uh, with uh, Julia Walsh, the Business Development Manager at Enterprise Ireland's uh, Moscow office. Hi Julia and thanks for coming today. Hi Andre, thanks for talking to us. So uh, could you please uh, for starters just tell me what is Enterprise Ireland doing in Moscow and what are you doing in Enterprise Ireland? <laughs> That's a very good question. <laughs> um, so Enterprise Ireland, for those that don't know it, is the government organization responsible for the development and growth of Irish enterprise in world markets. So we have a network of offices all around the world, and the Moscow office is one of them. And we cover uh, not just the Russian market, but also Ukraine and CIS countries. And my principal function is to support our client companies as best I can win exports in those markets. So Enterprise Ireland, we uh, work with small and medium-sized indigenous Irish business. So we actually have two roles. So there's the overseas offices where I work, and then there's Enterprise Ireland at home. And Enterprise Ireland at home um, is actually the single largest investor in innovative business uh, in Ireland at the moment. We work as a, as a, as a pair. <laughs> so Enterprise Ireland in Dublin invests in companies, um, helps them grow to the point where they're ready to export. And then um, in our foreign offices, we take those companies and we help them identify the opportunities in the local markets. Understood. And uh, so, but what we are going uh, to talk about today is the news from the last week about two Russian companies that uh, have received uh, grants uh, from Enterprise Ireland to move to Ireland. So, what is your offering in this uh, in this aspect? That was that was wonderful news for for all of us, and especially for the Moscow office. Um, the fund that those two companies won funding under is called the Competitive Start Fund. Um, Enterprise Ireland, as the single largest investor in startups and innovative business in Ireland is also interested in supporting international startups uh, to gain access to our innovative ecosystem as well. Um, and we have a number of programs set up uh, in order to help entrepreneurs access Ireland, um, move their companies, access funding and grow from Ireland. Um, and the Competitive Start Fund is our newest um, fund to that purpose. So the way it works is uh, we get applications from all over the world. The 20 best companies are selected to travel to Ireland with costs covered by the fund. They pitch in front of a panel and the 10 best companies then receive investment. Um, and that investment is worth 50,000 euro. And it comes with a number of other supports as well, including 10 mentor sessions um, and a development plan and, and the rest. So we, this year, uh, this is the first time we launched this fund only uh, a month ago. And uh, this was the first round. We received nearly 100 applications and I'm delighted to report that nearly a third of those were coming from uh, Russian speaking countries. And then of the 10 winners, two were actually Russian companies. So really good quality coming from, from Central and Eastern Europe at the moment. 
Right, and uh, what uh, what I can uh, think of first about uh, moving to Ireland is that uh, uh, for non-European uh, Union countries, all the visas process could be uh, could be pretty tricky and difficult. Uh, does Enterprise Ireland help with this? Yeah, yeah. One of the main benefits, actually, of moving to Ireland um, with Enterprise Ireland support and through one of our support programs is that we do offer visa support. Um, there's been a special visa program established to, to work in conjunction with our new funds. It's called the Startup Entrepreneur Program. And it allows any entrepreneur with a, a validated business idea, validated by Enterprise Ireland, uh, to move to Ireland as long as they have funding of 50,000 euro. So that's where the amount is coming from. Exactly, yeah. So they're linked. Um, so these two companies that have received funding through uh, the Competitive Start Fund now have that base capital with which they can now apply to the Startup Entrepreneur Program. And this visa process, um, it's all relatively new. So we're kind of, we're learning as it's, as it's developing as well. Uh, we've just seen our first company receive their visas through it. The whole process took about six weeks, um, which is, I think most people would appreciate is quite, is quite speedy. Um, and the benefits that come with it are considerable. So the founder, you get residence permit. Um, so you'll get all rights of a resident of, of Ireland. And you also get the right for your spouse or any dependables. So children, uh, can also move on the, on this visa. Um, and your spouse will also receive a, a work permit as well. So we're trying to be as comprehensive as possible. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, can you please also elaborate a bit on uh, why is it good for an Eastern European startup uh, to move to Ireland? Well, there are a number of reasons. Um, I think the most famous reason as to why companies like Ireland is the tax regime. And obviously that is very attractive. So we have a 12.5% corporate tax rate um, and we also have special write-offs, tax write-offs for IP acquisitions. But there are a number of other reasons. It's access to global markets more than anything else. If you come to Ireland and you're registered as an Irish company, you have access to all of the EU. You have access to all of North America. We have a very powerful and well-connected diaspora that's working very hard with Irish businesses all over the world. And for me personally, look like analyzing the situation, um, I think the biggest attraction is actually Enterprise Ireland. I mean, if you, if you come into Ireland as an Enterprise Ireland client, the supports that you receive don't just end with the funding. So these companies are going to get their 50,000 euro startup capital, but they're also going to get mentor sessions. Uh, they're going to get a development plan. In 18 months time, they're going to be given the opportunity to reapply for funding. And this time on a much larger scale. Once you're in the system, you have access to development grants, to research opportunities. You can avail of our tech transfer hub. So we actually work with institutes all over the country that are specialized in certain areas. Um, and our client companies can access these, these institutes and use their facilities. And, and it's all included in the packet of services that Enterprise Ireland offers. And then they get access to our foreign offices. So they'll get access to a network of offices all over the world that will work with them um, to develop their business globally. 
You are uh, working, you're based uh, in uh, Russia, you're working from there, uh, but apparently it's not uh, the best uh, place to do business in right now after all the international economic sanctions and so on. Does it actually, does it have an impact in uh, your, uh, uh, in, in what you're doing and how you're doing it? Yes, uh, this year has been difficult um, and our exports have taken a hit. However, this has been almost entirely in the food sector. So the food sanctions that have come in have, have hit Irish exports. But in terms of our other exports, in terms of manufactured goods, in terms of SAAS, the software as a service, um, in terms of the areas that our client companies are actually focused on, there hasn't been a huge change. Um, what we've noticed is that there is absolutely still a demand for niche products and services. And it's our clients that offer niche products and services that have been doing the best in Russia over the last few years anyway. So we're confident. And it's, you know, it's like anything. Um, it's an economy. It goes up and it goes down. And it's maybe in a difficult situation at the moment, but we're confident that it'll bounce back. Right. And uh, do you uh, do you know many startups from uh, Eastern Europe uh, that uh, have already moved to Ireland? Yes. Um, we... There is a small but growing number. <laughs> um, our most recent startup that's just moved over is a wonderful company called Countbox. Uh, and they have a people counting solution. It's big data for retailers. Um, and they have just received their first round of funding from Enterprise Ireland. And they opened their offices last week. So we're delighted. They're delighted. <laughs> it's one of our bigger success stories. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, uh, so, and uh, going back to this uh, economic situation thing, do you do you see any any difference in uh, how actively uh, Russian startups and startups from CIS are uh, trying to get uh, the grant and move to Ireland because of the situation in the country? Well, the economic difficulties in Russia actually coincided with our kind of increased PR push around our funds and the opportunities in Ireland for Russian companies. So I am seeing a parallel. And yes, it's undoubtedly connected. But I suppose the point that we always try to make is it's not a brain drain issue. We live in a global economy. Ireland has a fantastic in in ecosystem, wonderful infrastructure for business and offers fantastic opportunities to grow a business. For a startup, that's very attractive. It's difficult to start a business in Russia at the moment. But mobility is such that um, skills and wealth take, you know, that's developed maybe from, from an Irish base will make its way back to Russia eventually. So that's the way we're looking at it. We're, what we're doing is we're offering a piece of the puzzle. And the puzzle is much bigger and the puzzle is, is global. Um, and Ireland is a wonderful starting point for companies and for young companies that are thinking globally. Now, uh, then for uh, those startups who have listened to uh, to our conversations and are interested in uh, uh, what you just uh, talked about, uh, can you t- tell a little bit uh, on uh, the next, uh, next grant programs and uh, how startups can apply? Yes, the Competitive Start Fund happens um, on a quarterly basis. Um, information can be found on our website, www.enterprise-ireland.com. Or just by emailing me. <laughs> um, my email address is Julia, so J-U-L-I-A, 
dot Walsh, W-A-L-S-H, at enterprise-ireland.com. I will be happy to answer any and all questions. And I do speak Russian as well, so you can address me in Russian either. All right. Julia, thank you so much. Uh, have a great time in Dublin where you are now and uh, have a good time in Moscow when you're back. Uh, all the best. Thanks for coming today. Thank you very much. This is it for today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the conversation and learned something new today. Any feedback is always welcome on Twitter at proceed underscore two and via email at andre at proceed two. As a reminder, you can listen to this podcast on SoundCloud, on iTunes or on the website proceed two. Have a good week and I will talk to you next Monday.